Hey teens, just wanted to give you a heads up that Eric has changed his Twitter handle to at erockgasoline, and I, John, have changed my Twitter handle to at crayonwayans. Uh, you can follow us both at Hey Teens Podcast, and our next guest as at the leanover. All right, enjoy the show. Teens. Hey teens, it's a new tougher hey teens. <laughs> we are. I, it is not tougher at all. <laughs> nope. Uh, of course, I am Eric Goslin, one of your hosts. I'm John Wiener. I am another one of your hosts. And uh, joining us here today, uh, you may know him as at the Leanover, Adam Wilson. How are you? Hey, Adam. Hey guys. I guess waving doesn't help the people listening <laughs> no, at home. Okay. Yeah, but it helps us know yeah. that you are being, you know, courteous. Yeah, yeah. We all felt very good when you waved at us. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, so now everybody can match the the voice with the Twitter account. Yeah. Well, I think I've got a great voice for being a Star Trek fan. Like, I could be a professional <laughs> Star Trek fan for, like, uh, Comic-Con and stuff and be like, uh, uh, so do you need a plant in the audience to ask a question that's not asinine? <laughs> I, well, that's perfect. Let's let's just launch into it. Were you a Star Trek fan? Oh, yeah. You've oh, always yeah. been a Star Trek fan? They were, like, you know, because when you grow up friendless, you know, you make friends out of Star Trek. <laughs> but I was, like, the right age for, like, when Star Trek Next Generation came out. I was, like, a little kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And I had a Star Trek Next Generation lunchbox. And this is my preteen, so I'm, sure, I'm no. violating the podcast rules here. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. But, Strike one already. Um, right out of the I was in Christian school in grade two, and I had my Star Trek lunchbox, and they were like, you can't bring that to school. And uh, they were like, because I think it's because like it promoted like inclusiveness and it tolerance. Was anti-Christian. And Jesus doesn't do those things. <laughs> but I, I actually think it was the anti-evolution message. Oh. Or, or like yep, the pro-evolution message of Star Trek, which right, is right, like, right. you know, yeah. Wow. I, think, I think it just threatened them. So what? you, so we've already heard Adam say grade two. That should be a complete tip off to anybody that he is from Canada. Yeah, that's true. This is our first international Haitians guest. Oh yeah, should I say more Canadian stuff? Oh, that'd be great. I think you're already doing a pretty solid washroom. Job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Hortons. No, no, no. Ooh, thumbs down about Tim oh. Hortons. Oh, they're going to not corporately that's the sponsor, sponsor of the you show. Oh, no. yeah. I mean, I love to put those donuts in my hole. Oh, <laughs> you heard it there. You heard it here, folks. You know, that's the thing, though. He I've always Canadian. heard so many good things about Tim Hortons, but I guess it's just all just a, a lie. bunch of bullshit. Uh, that's pretty much yeah. It is all a lie. They get their their donuts like par baked. They used to make them fresh in the store, and now uh-huh. they get them like from a factory. And everybody in Canada just like rolled over and took it because we're Canadian. Hi, Canada. <laughs> Welcome Rolling me back. With t- open yeah, arms. right. This is a guy who's currently in Los Angeles without a return ticket currently. <laughs> I think technically I'm an illegal immigrant. Oh yeah, yeah. You're taking our jobs. Yeah. No, I'm I'm standing in front of Home Depot tomorrow. So if anybody <laughs> yeah. sees me. If you need anybody to be a freelance uh, TV writer, he'll be in front of Home Depot. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll edit your poetry. I'll mow your lawn. You know. <laughs> Uh, so you, you're in Los Angeles right now, obviously, with us. Uh, mm-hmm. What brought you here? I uh, Technically, I came down to present a paper at an academic conference, but actually I'm here because uh, Hollywood is 
clamoring for my attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I, I've, I've been doing, I've, I, of course I'm shopping a spec because I'm, you know, young uh-huh. and vital and in California. You wear glasses, you have <laughs> a beard. Exactly. I mean, it, uh, that's how they let me into the state. Um, but <laughs> I've been doing, I've been doing, I sort of had this informal mentorship under some guys at The Simpsons for the last couple of years, and I'm just sort of culminating into like, you know, getting to present my spec script to people like Disney TV animation and uh, Nickelodeon meeting those guys and just getting, you know, getting mostly just getting like pointers on how to get a career, nothing majorly serious happening yet, but also some of the best connections you can get in the business. Yeah, totally. How fucking cool is it to be like there at table reads for the Simpsons? Oh, to see Dan Castellaneta do Krusty, like, you know, you get, you get to that point in the script where you know a Krusty line is coming up, you put your script away, you like put your hands on, you know, your chin (laughs) down on your hands, you look and you're like, oh man, he's doing Krusty. And then you get back into reading the script and like, you know, and just, you know, they were great. Like the first time I came down, I met Matt Groening and ended Uh up talking to him for like 20 minutes. And he's a guy doesn't owe anybody anything and uh, right. you know but i got to thank him for the show and like you know something that really was an important thing in my life and i know it's just a tv show but i think everybody knows the Simpsons oh, it's a special institution a show. it was like the my favorite thing for the longest time yeah right? and you know to be able to like you know talk to him about that and get his attention and like thank him like you know not he doesn't you know money whatever he got all that but like to say like you made someone's life better, you know, and get, getting yeah. to hear that is great. Right, right, and, right. and it's, it's, I think being Canadian is great because it teaches me the proper humility, uh, which they're not used to, I guess, people in Hollywood. So it's, mm. they, they kind of look out for me like I'm a lost puppy. <laughs> so uh, it, it's nice to find out things like that. But yeah, it's, it's went, it's been going well. Um, I have to go hang out again with them soon. That's and, great, man. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Matt Groening. He has a wonderful taste in music. Also, yes. you have wonderful taste in music because your your uh, Twitter handle is a life without buildings. So. Yeah, no, that's uh, you might be like the third person who's ever determined that. Yeah, I love them so much. They're, um, a friend of a mutual friend of John and I gave me a CD of theirs once, and it's like, hey, they're really good, and like I'm obsessed. That's was like, it like a burn CD or was it? It was a burn CD because yeah. I got one of the original. Like like they made like fifty thousand copies, right? And, and then it's like. Yeah. It's well, aren't you cool? Too. Oh yeah. No, I, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I was when when uh, when I started following you, I was like, oh, that's great. I gotta ask him one day. And I think that yeah. you and I were the only people that I was aware of that participated in the hashtag game of like the guided by voices song. Oh, those oh, were yeah. fun. Oh, that was so much fun. You could do anything with that, yeah. and it's amazing. Um, but it, I was disappointed that not enough people were doing it. But then I was like, oh, not enough people probably listen to Guided by Voices that are, you know. Who are giant nerds with nothing but time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you'd be surprised. That's a big group of people. But um, I think, you know, I think you, I think you had to be following certain people. I think it was, can I say names of people? Yeah, sure. Why not? Maggie Sirota from the, the Low Times podcast, mm-hmm. I think, started that. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but I think she was a big proponent of it. That's where I saw uh, it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Now you mentioned... Uh, big nerds with not a lot of friends would would that be a way to describe yourself as a as a teenager pretty much from like kindergarten to what year is this uh, <laughs> well in canada years or in america yeah. well you know we have metric time in canada <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually 450 years old in canadian years which is about 30 in in, in american <laughs> ladies and gentlemen a star trek fan yeah <laughs> so yeah what were some of your uh, obviously like music uh you come from more of a like a serious writing background you yeah. before we went on air. I I've been forced by a Nobel Prize winner to to memorize 
serious British poetry. Uh-huh. And also the same Nobel Prize winner was throwing mangoes at me in the ocean once. <laughs> so there, those are, those are, there's kind of a funny art story arc there, which was my university. We're in the middle of like oil rich country and we're also kind of in the middle of like, um, how do I say this nicely? We're like, conservative stupid people are in charge sure. mm-hmm. yeah. you know we're like the, we're like we're like texas north yeah okay and so we have all this oil money and they don't know what to do with it but somebody at the university was smart and brought in a nobel prize winner to teach his class and i did really well in the class uh, it was writing poetry which has turned out something i could be good at mm-hmm. and i just took it because i thought it was easy mm-hmm. and i really needed something i could sleep through and uh this is edmonton right yeah edmonton Alberta, Canada. I was going to University of Alberta, so awesome. Uh, so yeah, as a as a teenager, what kind of stuff were you into? Uh, I you know I I was really lucky. I was raised on like things like Neil Young and the Beatles and oh, stuff. Awesome. And so we were just talking about Neil Young before yeah. you, you came here. Yeah, and you know, so I I was given quite good, you know, a lineage of taste and good music mm-hmm. from my parents, mm-hmm. and so I I got really into things like. You know, I don't know. When you start watching, I guess music videos were my first real exposure to like music that wasn't my parents. So mm, I was like, flipped on much music. And yeah, just, exactly. You know, like, yeah. Wow, you know about much music. You've been doing your homework. Well, we had we had much music. I think when I was in high school, we, yeah, we did too. Actually, we got much music, and it was uh, a music channel, much like MTV, except it still showed music, music videos. videos. Yeah. So it was like, oh, cool! I can actually watch something like MTV. Yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing to me that. Teenagers now would have no idea that MTV only show uh, only would show yeah. music videos for the most part. Yeah. And, then like and, a real and, world and music videos, you had no choice over what you were watching. You couldn't yeah. click on. So you'd watch for hours and be like, oh, that was a good video. Oh, now they're playing mm-hmm. you know, R&B. I don't yep, care anymore. Yep. So I'm going to walk out of the room. And then I'm going to come back. Yeah. Oh, and so there was, I got into things like, like uh, Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't listen to anymore, thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, but at the time, I mean, that was... No, at, at the time, really it, a... it was inevitable. And, like, yeah. they did, you know, it was a good thing to listen to at the time. Right. Uh, but, you know, um, I got really into Smashing Pumpkins. I think they were my oh, first, yeah. like, super oh, yeah. favorite mm-hmm. band. You know, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. Oh, I think yeah. that made a lot of people's lives better. So, oh, yeah. Such a huge album. Oh, it was great. Me. And, like, you know, on the concept of, like, me being a celebrity stalker, I got to meet Billy Corgan, like, in 2001. Oh, really? And, like, and he was great. He talked to me for, like, an hour. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's totally how mm-hmm. I would not picture Billy Corgan. Yeah, be. right? You, you know, like there's nothing to do in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, yeah. you know, when you're a rock star. I was like, oh, I guess I'll talk to this guy. Like, yeah. can I <laughs> name drop again? Because I met Ted Leo the other night. Oh, oh yeah. And, nice he, and he was like, where are you from? I'm from Edmonton. And he was was like i love edmonton and i'm like okay yeah. and he and he was like but he had a couple days off there i guess and like hmm. went and saw like our record shop stuff we have a good scene there in terms right. of like retail so yeah all i know about edmonton is that it has snowy winters but that's it <laughs> yeah oh that's you know yeah it, it was like minus 20 which is the same in canadian and american degrees that's the one temperature <laughs> is that, that, that the only temperature that yeah it's, a, it's, re, it's the nexus point for translation it was about minus 20 <laughs> And snowy and drifting on the highways when I came down here. And then now wow. it's like I'm in California, which is like I'm having an overdose of vitamin D. So yeah. I'm like, do, you, do you look at us like wearing jackets at night and are, and are like, what a bunch of pussies? Because that's, that's how it was. When I came from Maine. Uh, oh, yeah. It gets so cold. Yeah, but uh, when I came here, I was like, oh, "I'm never gonna wear a jacket again." They cut to like, <laughs> cut to, like a month later. Like, it was freezing. It's like sixty I'm degrees. Cold. I, well, you know, I've, I I'm slowly like acclimating to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've been so I've been wearing like my my signature old navy zip up hoodie, you know, <laughs> at night because because it does like 
it's because the energy is being sapped away by by the marine layer that comes in from the ocean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't help but feel the cold. So I, I've been less harsh on people for complaining about it. Because when I was in Canada and people were like, you know, Ellie's been going through a cold snap. Yeah. And I was like, oh, babies. But actually, being, <laughs> being slightly cold all the time is actually really draining. It is. Yeah, it really is. Right. It's like, especially, I mean, not, sorry, no, nobody on the podcast cares about this, but whatever. When, <laughs> when there's no, we'll like, just, this is like take three, but we've got to really <laughs> yeah, just keep yeah. plowing through. We just want to get something that's usable, guys. Uh, yeah, when there's no insulation in any of the houses, which there really isn't, it gets fucking cold yeah. in the houses. Uh, anyway, enough of that bullshit. Um, uh, when, when did you uh, start becoming aware that you wanted to be a writer? Um, I would say, luckily, I wasted a lot of my my twenties not doing anything, mm-hmm. and I think I was probably in my I think I was twenty five or twenty six when I was like when okay. it occurred to me, TV writers come from normal places, right? Mm-hmm. They're not just bred in a test tube lab in Los right. Angeles. They're not know. all Harvard grads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not just like deployed, you know. Here's your Harvard degree and a and a, a key to yeah. ABC. And here's right, where your parking right, right. space is at right. the Fox lot. Exactly. And once I realized that, I was like, oh, um, and so I spent the next few years like I didn't start university until I was like 27, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. um, part of it was like I think you need a university degree to get people to take you seriously in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you know I have like. 95% of a degree right now and they're still taking me seriously yeah I don't think that anybody ever really cares no, no I don't think they do no. yeah as long as you know your your work is strong enough or you know if you have a Twitter account yeah and, you know speaks for itself then that's sometimes I'll that's say, at the lean over on Twitter yeah. uh, <laughs> I'll say too that oh they all know that uh, <laughs> going to college I went to college straight out of high school um and going a little bit later, I feel like is the way to do it because oh, yeah. you're, you're so much more focused. Yeah. You know what you want to do. Right. You're not just like, like. I mean, I spent. I was in college. college at a time when I did not want to learn, and yeah. then afterwards, like the day after I graduated, I was like, oh, I like kind of learning about things. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, oh wait, this is where I should have been four years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Wanting to learn instead of just like trying to just get a degree, get drunk for the sake and of like. Getting a degree. So you're saying girls. you're you're. you're early or your late teen years in university were kind of not the best years to be in university uh, to bring I mean, back the fun. teen podcast theme yeah they were fun but they weren't Thanks, the Adam. most productive yes yeah because <laughs> yeah I, mean, I spent those years driving forklifts uh oh, yeah uh, yeah which was it's weird to think like you know i'm the first person in my family to go to university like mm-hmm. going oh, back really? and um you know to go from like a guy like i've written about this like in poems and stuff where i've like I wrote. I drove forklifts, and then I became a guy who like is like pals with like Nobel Prize winners and Emmy winners, right, right, and right. it's like you really ran the range. You, yeah, and you know, if it, you're interested in Adam's script, the forklift driver, <laughs> please contact him at, at the leanover. <laughs> Are you lifting to me? No, I'm sorry. Let's cut that. <laughs> nope, not cutting. Stays it. in. <laughs> you said I'd have final cut. <laughs> we lied. We made, <laughs> welcome to Hollywood. We didn't sign anything. <laughs> yes, welcome to Hollywood. Uh, you, David I'm Lynch, Jewish. Me. Welcome to Hollywood. I. Uh, yeah, so right when you so at what years were you a forklift driver? Um, age eighteen to twenty one. Okay, and then I think maybe a little longer because I had another job after. I was I started off um, doing that at Home Depot. Oh yeah, yeah. So so you're about to bring it all back to where it came from. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Working at the Home when, Depot. I'm gonna, you're going to find me at the Home Depot closest to Beverly Hills tomorrow morning. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that when this airs way after, it'll help you. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you see me, give me a job. Look for the guy with the big red beard. Yeah. And, and the, the fashionable blue glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, right now this podcast should just be like glasses chat. Yeah, we really need to get sponsored by uh, by like Warby Parker or some sort of glasses company. Because... They're, they're they're really great. When I bought these glasses, I tweeted about them, and they uh, like did like a little YouTube video, and they had like a beautiful woman be like, "We're so glad you ordered our glasses. They're on their way." Oh, that's and, awesome. it was, and it was like I was like I was like. That's like the most attractive woman who's ever talked to me. <laughs> and I just, all I did, for buying glasses, like they know their demographic. I'm like, I needed that attention so badly. That Even is just, just speaking to a webcam. So Warby Parker would be a great sponsor. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll tweet them later. You're very, very, very popular on Twitter, which makes me ask the question are you personal friends with horse ebooks? Uh, or not, are you horse ebooks? <laughs> that's that's really funny. I've written for accounts that are like kind of like you know the weird Twitter. Yeah, yeah sort yeah, of. Yeah. I've I I ghost write for an account. I can't say because it's supposed to be a secret. Do you? But it's not horse ebooks. I'll just oh, say that. Oh, please tell right me now. it's dad boner. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, it's it's something else, but which is really fun and it, but it, it was before weird Twitter. It was like uh-huh. one of the progenitors of it, which right. is really funny. And everybody's going to Google that word now. But yeah, yeah, can you can you describe weird Twitter for anybody who isn't really weird familiar? Twitter is like those accounts where people like sort of use cartoonish avatars and like yeah. really disruptive um, rules of language and stuff. They really work to deconstruct what you think <laughs> normal communication right. is. Uh-huh. I get miffed by it sometimes. Me too. This, actually, I don't really. I, like I feel. It. I feel like like there's been there's an oversaturation of it. Yeah, absolutely. Right now. I think it's one of those things everybody thinks. You know, they they think there there are some clever people on there for sure. Sure, but, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I what I found is like for a while I was running a side account that was just it, it was just something I tried a couple of years ago. I was just put, posting jokes and it didn't have me attached to it at all. Yeah. And it did okay, but I think people my my sense of humor and people like better when they imagine me doing the outlandish doing things it. I describe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because they're like, what's the Sasquatch looking guy going to do today? Uh, Yeah, no, I actually get really annoyed with uh, weird Twitter because most of the time I don't think it's very funny and it gets. You're going to get so much hate tweeting from this now. Uh, Any tweeting will be fine. Any tweeting will be fine. (laughs) That's Hey Teens on Twitter. At Hey Teens Podcast. I'm at the Eric Goslin. But one person I do think that is really funny that does it is Cool Pond. I'll I'll recommend that one. He's terrific. Cool Um, Pond? I don't know that one. Cool Pond's really funny. Cool Pond, Rad Milk. um, Hell Homer, you know. Yeah, 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 Hell Homer. Hell Homer. Yeah. And um, and but they're they'll the nice thing about some of them they'll vary between doing the weirdness and then talking like normal people when people mm-hmm. reply and stuff like right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people, you know, what's famous? Do you go follow Drill? Yes. Dril. I I tweeted something at him and he responded. Whoever uh-huh. writes that account and it was yeah. really it was like oh so uh-huh. the, I got a response and it was very weird. But That's, that is uh, I do like Drill too. He's yeah. Uh, if Twitter had existed when you were a teenager, do you think that you would have been drawn to it? Absolutely. I mean, I do you start- think that you're that you would still say the same types of things? Um, yeah, I think so because the, like in 1996, when I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. we got a, a computer and internet, and that was like our first like, um, you know, that was my first foray into like, what is this weird box that does uh-huh. things. Well, I, I knew it. Oh, I was were... immediately harassing people yeah. on Jonathan Taylor Thomas message boards of yeah. Prodigy. No, I was, I was Instantly. like, I found like the Smashing Pumpkins website and like their internet relay chat. And, uh-huh. and I was, so I, I started off just being IRC a big weirdo. for everybody who's yeah, yeah. not cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so post bulletin boards, but pre, like it's yeah. the first kind of real time chatting thing, which is kind of what Twitter is just an extension of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was a big weirdo on the internet before there was an audience for it. And so, Really, I've been preparing for Twitter for like half my life, and wow. and that's maybe a good 
it's not a good use of my time in some ways because you know <laughs> yeah it would have been nice to like you know hang out with girls or right, like right. make friends but well, i did pay, it's paying off now i'll say yeah it, so you know if any any teens who are listening and, and being weird on the internet now yeah give it like two decades yeah 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 just keep at it don't yeah. be too mean to people yeah and you know don't worry you know girls who are your friends that's a good thing and right right you know just be nice to people <laughs> I'll say uh, the first website that I really got like fell in love with, and I would be very active on their message boards was a uh, a fan site for George Romero zombie movies. <laughs> wow. like, I remember like spending so much goddamn time talking about zombie. What movies. What would you talk about? What our favorite zombie movies were, really? our favorite moments, and then we just also just like shoot the shit and be like, oh, I wish yeah. George Romero would make another zombie movie, and then he made two more, and they're horrible, and or three more. Your actually. wish came true. My wish came true. You you checked in that one wish. Like I, ne- I never thought that I'd be oversaturated, oversaturated with zombie movies, but I'm at that point right now. When has a director ever ruined anything by remaking, adding new movies to their canon yeah. well after the fact of their yeah, original? Yeah, it always works out so well, especially with uh, like a George Lucas type, let's say. It works out <laughs> A George well. Lucas type, or specifically <laughs> George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when you uh, uh, were a teenager, you mentioned that uh, the, your one act of rebellion... Uh, you, you mentioned this off the air. You in the pre-interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we screened with our, you. With our segment producer. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The, the, I think the most rebellious thing I did, because I, you know, I, was, I was like really internal, mm. uh, was I um, left school one day without permission. So that was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, and the kids are calling it permission. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I totally like missed class on purpose, walked like, you know, for like an hour to the mall and not shoplifted, but purchased cash, uh, a copy of Holes Live Through This Album, which... Was it worth it? It was totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was very odd because, um, you know, I, I, I kind of like Nirvana, but not as much as I like Hole. And oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a weird, like, streak of, like, I don't know. I like to disrupt what people expect. And, uh-huh, uh-huh. and anyway, and so, like, and I really like that whole album. It's really good. I think it, it you know, is really good. It, it yeah. still holds up. I'm not as familiar with that one, actually. It's good. Uh, um, I like, I even like to the point where, like, one, like one of the first guitars I ever bought myself was like the Courtney Love signature model Squire Venus, which was uh-huh. like, she, like seafoam of course, green. Of course, she would have her own Squire guitar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is like Fender's, you know, yeah, yeah. little idiot. Uh, brother yeah yeah they're they're foreign made guitars they're uh, like a it was my first electric guitar it's it's like you know an example of of patriarchy in the guitar world so <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and i but i you know like, which i support it's made by it's it's owned by fender so it's the same yeah. but, you know and, and yeah. it was like it was just a dandy guitar nice sound really <laughs> yeah. you know really playable um but like that was the weirdest like in some ways like most useless act of rebellion i didn't drink or do drugs i didn't mm-hmm. drink until i was in my 20s i yeah, like yeah. I've tried pot like three times, and every time it's been a bad experience. And, it's been yeah, most of the you time know. for me. It's been no, like a, no. When a somebody situation like when, when I really got into ether at one point. When we usually <laughs> when we usually hear about people saying that they don't drink until their twenties, uh, and they're American, it means they didn't drink until it was legal. But in, but in Canada, Canada, drinking age is eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. and I think you could have totally done yeah. that way sooner. You know, and I, and when I I think I was like twenty two when I started like you know well I guess beer is all right yeah and then yeah, yeah. and then i didn't really start drinking you know when i was in college so i guess i was like 20 or 29 when i discovered binge drinking um <laughs> and that's what? that was something that glorious my first year of college 
I guess I, I'm saying in college because everybody every time I say university, you can Americans, say university. You can say Americans get get like get like squirrely about it. <laughs> but um, so in university, my second year of university, I, I I finally connected with some with some people from my classes, and we went out drinking. And my you know because I had ten years practice. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not really. I I let them think I had ten years practice. I was just it just turns out I can drink a tremendous amount because I'm like you know a giant fat guy, you know, <laughs> uh, Scottish background. So it's like, um, th- and that really endeared me to them. So I made a I made like the first really good friends of adulthood with people right. ten years younger than me, and right. that's that's been totally uncomplicated. That, um, I've realized that I have friends now. I've told them this too, where I'm like. You know what? You're my drinking buddy. <laughs> like, you're the kind. You're the kind of guy that that uh, when I'm when I'm talking to you about my like to my kids about you uh, later in life, I'm like, oh yeah, my drinking buddies. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. Tom and Jim. <laughs> I'm basically a professional drinking buddy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to pay me to do that while I'm in You'll Los be Angeles, of Home Depot. I'm yeah. always looking for drinking buddies, guys. Yeah. Um, your your act of rebellion reminded me once I skipped school to watch uh, Being John Malkovich. That's Whoa! Also, also a similar like yeah respect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. That's the, like that's the great that's a great formative act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think was, I ever ditched a class. Really? I uh, I didn't do it much. I didn't no, it yeah. Time. But I you know it, it's funny because when I was 17, I just dropped out of high school. Oh, really? I was like yeah, which was uh, there was a lot going on, but like yeah, I was just like done yeah yeah like i get to a point where i think people can't teach me anything yeah and so i just right well teens know this high school is in fact bullshit well it it, it entirely is but but i guess i should i feel semi-guilty if i induce teens to quit high school i gotta say i went back and finished high school when I was twenty, mm-hmm. and like my my average shot from like fifty five to like eighty five, mm-hmm. which but was that's really great. that's good. Like do school when you're ready for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah don't you know? Man, teens the parents are going to be sending us letters. <laughs> I'm sure they're Almost screening this. Weird I'm sure Tipper Gore is going to screen this and, and put it in the Parents Music Resource <laughs> we just, Center. We, we email every episode to Tipper Gore. Now, um, now we're going to have Tipper. Is she Gore. still single? Oh wow, well, I don't know. We're going to have Tipper Gore and Cool Baby Rat hate tweeting us now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so. totally down for that. I hope so. Uh, what was it? I was gonna say you're wearing a Sonic Youth T-shirt there. Oh uh, yes, Eric. yes. And sure. I, that reminds me. Um, can I tell a teen story? Now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we, we encourage. Welcome you. to Hey Teens. So uh, teens. when I was in high school, I think I was in grade ten, and I don't know if like in Canada we have like a, a different school for grade seven, eight, nine, and a different school for mm-hmm. uh, ten, eleven, twelve. And so oh, yeah, grade, we call like junior high. Or yeah, exactly. Middle junior high and high school. So my first year of high school, I was in a math class, and we had this really, uh, you know, when like. Like education students come and ruin your education experience by pretending to be teachers for uh-huh. a while. Um, I had a math class where we had a student teacher, um, but she was really hot and like my first foray into like indie rock girls, mm-hmm. you know, because I'd been oh, listening. Nice. Yeah, and so there was a day where my mom, to punish my sister, had taken her walk her discman away. Sorry, mm-hmm. and was like, let me take it to school, and like that was amazing because we didn't have money for everybody to have their own discman. Right, so right. I got my sister's discman for a day. So I brought like. I was really careful about what I brought to school. I brought like a Flaming Lips album and I brought a Sonic Youth oh, nice. CD, but it wasn't nice. an album. It was like a CD single for the the uh, Diamond Sea song. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, was, which is a great song. song. Great song. But anyway, so in this math class, we were sitting there doing our, our work on our own for like 15 minutes or whatever. And the, you know, indie rock hot student teacher came over and she was like, hey, what are you listening to? 
And I'm like, uh, Sonic Glad Youth. You asked. This is the <laughs> and 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 she like sat down and she was like, Oh my gosh, I saw Thurston Moore last summer. He oh, opened for some nice. other band. He was great. What are you listening to? What else have you got with you? You've got Flaming Lips. Oh, we saw them at Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. Lollapalooza. And you're and, just like we. And all of a sudden, and I, all of a sudden, I was like, music and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and it's I went. Still I, I realized. I realized that like, you know, being like, we were we did we talk about this on the podcast or before? We we're talking about music and stuff from te- like, yeah, Smashing Pumpkins, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, I made the jump because I figured out like I think I was reading College Music Journal and and things mm-hmm. like that and get, and getting their CD and I made the jump from like mainstream to like indie rock and so i was really into things like elliot smith and uh-huh. and like sonic youth and even though they're on a major but they're still, still indie. Yeah, yeah still yeah and and so i learned so this, this is something if there are any teens listening which we hope there are thousands or millions yeah millions, um according rock, to the stats you know millions you know burn your you know team breezy records or whatever <laughs> and 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 really like like really like like find something on sub pop and make it your own yeah, uh-huh. yeah, absolutely. Take on and um, also, I, I mean, I grew up in a time, in a, not time, in a place where even my in, interest in indie rock and all that stuff totally went unnoticed. But mm-hmm. I kept at it, and then I would, I went away uh, to college, to university, and when I, <laughs> when I would go back in the summers, it is, is when everybody was starting to get into the shit that I was listening uh-huh. to like four years ago. And you can, and you'll have the sense of satisfaction, teens. You know, when I was <laughs> Stick with it. when I was in high school, I did listen to, of course, things like Van Halen and the Jim Blossoms right. and stuff. But I also uh, listened to a lot of local bands. Because I was in a band and we would play with a lot of different bands and, you know, they would tell us about other people and everything like that. So that's what I really listened to then. But then once I got into college or university for mm-hmm. international mm-hmm. listeners, um, I was actually, I think it was the same weekend that I went to a Beck and Flaming Lips concert. Oh, I remember that tour. Which was an amazing tour. It was yeah. amazing, amazing concert. That was, that was in uh, the Golden Age album. Golden yeah, I Age, so. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And it was it was so so good. And um, you know the, the story. Sorry, I'll I'll interrupt your story later. Okay, okay. Uh, there isn't much more. But I was at the time listening to uh, heavily listening to John Vanderslice. I don't. Oh know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Vanderslice is great. He's terrific on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, he, he is. But you know who's even more terrific on Twitter? I'm sorry, John Vanderslice. But another person who was on Barzug Records because I was like, oh yeah, I yeah. was like uh, the old Death Cab label. Right. Well, I was like, oh, John Vanderslice is great. Who else is on Barzook Records? And I found The Long Winters. Yeah, John John Roderick. Roderick. Who is amazing on Twitter. Oh, he got into trouble last week. Oh, yeah, with his punk rock uh, article. Which which I'm 50-50 on, because I I know people who don't have savings accounts in their mid-40s because they're so punk rock. And Uh in Edmonton, that's a big thing. And I've I've talked to people about this. I'm friends with there. I'm like, if you're trying to be cool at 30, you're going to be 45 and bartending at this one punk rock club that we uh-huh. have yeah. and that's a sad story you can do yeah. more with your life you're capable more but people are kind of trapped by the the clique they're, clique they're in mm-hmm. and that's an interesting phenomena and a lot of people kind of like important people lashed out and I feel like he I feel like he maybe went too far but also he made a valid point and I yeah, think that's yeah. I think when you say a hard truth to people they they don't like that yep. well I think <laughs> that everybody should read the article and then yeah, form, absolutely. form an opinion on it because <laughs> everyone's going to it, it's have really an great and you, you, yeah. but you, you can't it's not gospel you, you're mm-hmm. allowed to disagree with it but some oh, of the people yeah. disagreeing with it I think are like also I don't know I, like I think what John Darnielle from the Mountain Goats was, mm-hmm. was uh-huh. talking with him about it on Twitter and I think I love John Darnielle and yeah. he, but he's someone who went from 
you know, a pretty shitty background. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Absolutely. Um, to like somebody who's like really respectable, like you know, mm-hmm. married kids. Yeah, yeah. did he have a shitty background? I didn't know that. Yeah, he. Can I plug another podcast? Please, I, I listen please. to Mark Maron's what the oh, yeah, yeah. WTF not with him. To, not allowed to plug that one. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We totally saw oh, him when we were out to dinner the night. Story, by yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, and 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 he, and it's really fun. so. So it was odd, but John Darnielle brought up good points. But I think John, yeah, John Roderick, John Vanderslice, John Darnielle, all the three Johns you should follow. Yes. Well, actually, it's funny. I actually first heard the Mountain Goats when I saw them opening for John Vanderslice. Oh, nice. In Philadelphia. At the church. Which, Do you know when that was? Oh, because I, I was two thousand three. So you got to the mountain guns before I did. I think I got around to, to them around the the sunset tree. Oh yeah, but the thing is, I wasn't crazy about them then, and it no. took me a while to really get into it. It, it took me like digging deep into like their lo-fi stuff uh-huh. and yeah. the all hail west texas but album john john roderick and the long winters yeah I mean, he's my favorite lyricist the commander thinks aloud is an amazing song oh man yeah. like just youtube some like live yeah. performances and yeah. stuff uh he is a hilarious person and he's super yeah. smart and he's just a very honest earnest person and uh, his music reflects that i'm gonna tell a quick Man, no, no. what is this podcast? Anecdote about Mark Maron. We're talking about everything except teens. I know. Who cares? <laughs> That's fine. Who cares? Uh, we went out to dinner for John's birthday on Friday. Um, it was me and my wife and him. And Mark Maron was at the restaurant. And we've both met Mark Maron a couple times, but not enough that he would ever recognize mm-hmm. us. So we're like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. To I him. hope not. I, I walked by him on my way to the bathroom. And the only thing I heard him say was, a deep well of anger. <laughs> Like, that is the most Mark Maron thing I could yeah. ever overhear him say. That could be the like the title of his next book. Yeah, really. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, um, he's he's a good guy though. We'll do some uh, teens in the news. Yeah, let's teens talk about some teens in the news. Is Justin Bieber still a teen? Yeah, he's uh, nineteen. Is he collapsing on stage this week? We're gonna yeah, mark let's this talk about that event. before we get into sure, your news stories. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and this I'm gonna bring it all back home because John Darnell wrote a story about. Uh, Justin Bieber being uh, harassed by a paparazzi. And, I saw the video. And, and he recorded on a webcam, posted it straight to Vimeo himself. And I'm amazed that you can, like, that someone as professional as him can just, like, cut through the BS and, and totally do, will totally do, like, a one minute long song about defending Justin Bieber's right to privacy mm. and post it to Twitter. And it was. Great. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I didn't and see that, that all happened last night. And then I. I oh, reposted, was that last night? Yeah. Jeez. And I just posted it to Facebook because that's where check I put that stuff. I. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Justin Bieber is a teenage shithead. Yeah, and not in our typical definition. Yeah, he's of one Canadian you don't want on your podcast. <laughs> that's true. You know, he he seems like this. You know, super. Nobody's ever cut, said no to him like, in his entire life, yes, and that's that, that's dangerous because those are the kind of people that like never they get oh, crippled by the little. Snap. Oh man, Absolutely. he's gonna break. But Absolutely. he, you know, he had this freak out at a paparazzi the other night yeah. or whatever and it's like this huge thing now and he you know he's this shrimpy little kid saying like i'll fuck you up or whatever but the thing is like you know he's under so much pressure all the time absolutely to be this like awesome kid and role model yeah, and stuff it, like i can't imagine how awful it must be to be justin bieber and people also shit talk Lindsay lohan a lot and they make fun of her yeah i think really Same unnecessarily thing, yeah. mean like that woman cannot. I mean, she fucks up constantly. Yes, she's a drug addict. Yes, but why, is it, why isn't anybody her helping her? Exactly. I know. Her I want to give her a hug just and just like help her. It's okay. Just come hang out with me, why and we'll yeah. just have a good time. Why, we'll why don't we disappear out. to like Joshua Tree, take yeah, her out yeah. somewhere, and, and put her in a trailer and be like, "Okay, guys, here's some books. Here's yep, some yeah. water. Learn to be a person." Like we're taking her to J Tree. Let's go like, right now. Stop following her around. Stop 
taking pictures yeah. of every goddamn thing she does, and she'll, she has no. I mean, obviously, yeah. if, have you read that uh, uh, the article? This is like the weirdest hate teens ever. And it's fine. Uh, <laughs> did you read that article no. about the making of the weirder. canyons? Um, no, it was. Uh, Although I do want to see the New York Times. It's great. Uh, no, that's oh the uh, yes, and the the director or producer yeah, was Paul, some guy uh, Paul, Paul Schrader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and really and there good. and I started reading that and then I was too sad. It was very sad. It's so mm. sad. Um, but yeah, it's basically about like this disastrous making of this movie. The Allegedly Kings. disastrous. Allegedly disastrous. Really? I mean, I know this is actually all for um, to promote it in a way. Like people want to see the, are going to want to see the train wreck. But uh, yeah, so it doesn't paint Lindsay Lohan in the best fashion, but also doesn't paint Paul Schrader in the best fashion. But it's just to, to me, it's all sad. It's just all really sad. She's a sick person. She needs mm-hmm. help. Uh, whether or not she's going to listen or not. But. Well, that was the great. <laughs> let's let's get weirder. Um, yeah. You know, when Amy Winehouse passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, people Twitter was like, "Oh, we're so sad." But I'm like, "She? Why are you sad? She fulfilled her promise, yeah. which was we took this person who." Made, was famous for being unstable and said, here's a bunch of money, here's access to the best pharmacopoeia in yep. Europe, yeah, yep. seriously, and yeah. don't do anything stupid. Yep. Wink, wink. And, you know... Let's take pictures of her skinny and cracked out. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and, and of course she wasn't okay, and she said <laughs> she's yeah, not okay. Right. Yeah. And everything, and, and everybody sort of just watched it happen. And it's kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's very odd that we, we set up these conditions and have these expectations, and then when people go through with them, we're all of a sudden like, oh, that actually happened. And now we, but we got our, our, our pageant of sadness out of it, and that's how society yeah. works. Boom, cultural sad, criticism. Speaking sad, of that, sad, sad let's talk about some teens in the news. All right, seriously, hey, teens. Guys. Now, I've <laughs> discovered that the best way to approach teens in the news is to just pick funny headlines <laughs> and not delve too deep into the article themselves. Uh, New York contest draws teens with Frisbee playing robots. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> Do we have a needle scratch sound? <laughs> More than a thousand high school students from around the world converged on New York City for a robotics competition billed by organizers as Varsity Sports of the Mind. This, fir- uh, this year's first robotics competition featured a game called Ultimate Ascent, a version of Frisbee played by teams of colorful mechanized carts hurling plastic saucers at, fi- at goals in the field. Uh, so I'm not going to read the rest of the article, but I guess basically it's a con- robotics convention for teens. That's just a polite way of saying virgin convention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Which is n- not to you know not to be down on virgins. Hey, virgins, what's hey, up? Hey, virgins. You know, sometimes you have to wait. Yeah, I but- will not say hey to virgins. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Hey, virgins. <laughs> I think we had a hot button issue there. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, this is a convention for all the nerds, and they will be rich one day. Well, that's great. Good for them. Um, this one Better is... Better than being humanities. This article oh, is cool. only uh, special because of the two... The name of the two teens involved. So that's all, that's what I'm going to focus on here. Please, so we're, we're, this is Leno territory now. Yes. <laughs> teen, Hi, Leno. Teens knock out meth at party. Zarek Hoffland and Brock Landon turned out, which is the best soap opera name ever. Seriously, Brock uh, Landon was that one? Brock Landon. It Does sounds he have like, a strong chin? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Another actually, Leno territory. Technically, he's not even a teen. That's I think that's Brock Landon right there, guys. Oh, oh man, pretty he's a cool pretty little. Yeah. He still takes SpongeBob at face value. Oh, Zarek Hoffland. Yeah, Zarek <laughs> Zarek Hoffland. Zarek Hoffland. Uh, anyway, they they were just at a party for an unveiling of a 
of a uh, uh, an anti meth graffiti mural. Oh, so they're anti meth. Why they're are we anti-meth. talking about them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck those kids. Uh, last teens in the news story was something that I am totally unaware of. Silver Springs Township Police arrest two teens for galloning prank in local supermarkets. Galloning? Mm. A pair of teens was arrested Friday after galloning. Oh, I think I know what this is. Go on. Yeah, galloning to two supermarkets, a, Wegsman, a Wegmans in Silver Spring Township and a Giant in Camp Hill, according to store managers. The prank, made popular by a video posted to YouTube a few months ago, <clears throat> involves the pranksters pretending to slip and fall dramatically while holding two uh, or more uh. gallons of milk. The pranksters then flail around, pretending to be injured, uh, resulting in a mess. I feel like that's a prank or something stupid that I would have done as a teen yeah. and thought was hilarious, but those are, it wouldn't have been hilarious at all. No. Yeah, those are videos of like you know rich kid casualties, you know right. rich yes. parents and. And those kids, and they go and like they dive into like displays and stores and stuff. Yes, and, and that always, as someone who like you know worked a lot of retail, yeah. like it just it makes me oh, wish I go it's a like nightmare. I wish I had like a baseball bat and a time machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be a great movie. Somebody yeah. who has a baseball bat. Hold on, time no, machine. I, I, I gotta say that spec exists already because when my, I had a bike <laughs> stolen a few years ago, and I realized instead of traveling back in time to save uh, Kennedy or shoot Hitler, I would go to when my bike was stolen and <laughs> wait around with a baseball bat. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, baseball bat time machine is already optioned. Don't baseball. worry. Don't Great don't name. even go there. Yeah. Don't change the name. I'll say that. Baseball no. bat time machine yeah. is what's Baseball bat time machine is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that concludes Teens in the News. Stop with your galloning. I, I, the galloning thing is so dumb. Uh, it's just a way to fuck people. Seriously, burn down your parents' house. Yeah, yeah. Ruin That's your who you're house. angry at. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. take it out on people working retail. They don't. They didn't do anything to exactly. you. Exactly. They're just trying to get and, by in this And world. parents of teens, don't give your kids anything that will let them record video. Because oh, you're so just asking nowadays, for trouble. Guys. I know everything is that, video. Th- that's, a, that's a phenomenon right now I read about this week where um, there was a high school somewhere in America, to be specific, mm-hmm. and they, they, they cracked down on, on teens sending sexting pictures. Oh. What they found was like m- boys were sending you know their pictures which you can we, imagine dick and pics. girls are sending their adam's pictures. too shy to say it dick well I, i'm trying to keep it classy you dick know pics. It's okay. yeah, yeah. Dick, dick pics and titty pics and, <laughs> and what not, happens what titties. they were what they were the investigators came down harder on the girls because their pictures were getting recirculated more often of course uh-huh. yeah um because of that because no one wants to see a dick no one wants to see a dick especially a teenage one they're gross <laughs> just speaking from memory not all experience that, all that peach um, they're pathetic um but they came down harder on the girls, and there was an article about how that was because it was it was this kind of lopsided, like you know they're both being done in kind of equal measure, but because the girls get punished more for it, you know yeah. that it was this kind of unfairness because of the demand for those to be totally, recirculated. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes two to tango, teens. Yeah. Remember so that. just you know, if anybody asks you for those pictures, you know. Don't do it. Yeah, like, politely like, like, I, I'm, I'm gonna like. I don't usually come out and tell people what to do and not do. But you're too young. Yep. yep. Yeah. Trust me. When you're older, then you have those, plenty of those pictures exist forever outside of your control. And, yeah. And that's the that's the thing you have to realize. And scumbags are gonna circulate them on the internet, and uh, that will not be. Good. You're gonna be very compi- guilty right now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be compiled on a Russian website for forever. Yeah. Seriously, they pretty much are, they really will be. Okay, guys, you ready for some uh, Cosmo Girl questions? We call oh. it we call it Cosmo Girl, yeah. but it's I don't think it's that, that even exists anymore. I've read Cosmo for for university. For humans? Oh yeah. Post feminism. What up? 
<laughs> so um, what we do is we scour the internet, and by that we, we go to one message board yep. where teens ask other teens for advice on their day-to-day issues. And we can talk about them seriously. DTDI? Yeah, DTDI. Yes. Um, so one teen asks, this is a 13-year-old girl, uh, <laughs> what is Illuminate or Illuminati? Uh, do you have any examples on it? I really don't understand. So she's <laughs> she's interested in the Illuminati. Uh, or, or also, what is what does Illuminate mean? Yeah, Adam, you're, let's, you're... yeah. Well, let's call her Frazzled by Illuminati, so we can say FBI. <laughs> Hello, FBI, if you're listening. Um, what what you're asking are two separate questions. Illuminate is just you know it comes from I think the Latin cognate for uh, light. Lux. Um, is it Lux? Yeah, I believe so. Lux, illuminate. Um, it becomes the verb of that. So that's a humanities degree well spent. Um, <laughs> but what you're asking is, and then Illuminati if, is yeah. kind of like a cultish uh, theoretical You may want to look into Alex, Alex Jones. Alex Jones look and Alex. what's it, David Icke? David Icke. Oh, David yeah. Icke. He's, he's the guy who believes that. That the reptiles are. The yeah. reptilians, yeah. Shit-shifting. I, I uh, used to work at a movie theater at- in Philadelphia, and my manager was really into all of these like conspiracy theories and yeah. the Illuminati and all that kind of stuff, and he lent me was, Alex Jones. Was life movies. going well for him? Uh, <laughs> he was the manager of a independent movie theater. Let, let me in just say right now, as someone with a lot of bookstore retail. Uh-huh. Experience the people who are interested in the Illuminati are people where life has not worked out well, no. and they're looking for someone to put all I mean, the blame on. To yeah. but if you actually take guy. your dollar bill, and this is the great thing about American money, take your dollar bill out of your wallet and look at that pyramid. Yeah, boom, Illuminati. Mm-hmm. America the is I. a conspiracy. It's uh, there. I love. Please let me stay. <laughs> I love conspiracy. So about theories. that visa. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't believe any conspiracy theories really, but I love researching them because they're oh, so they're great fun. I also love to rage watch. Um, uh, 9-11 was an inside job videos and yeah. like the holograms were a ho- I mean sorry the towers were a hologram video. Like yeah, look that up. Look oh, up. Actually no, the planes uh, were a hologram. Uh, oh, that's insane. There are people who claim that the the planes were actually missiles and they photoshop they like hologrammed uh you know planes onto them so that uh it would it would play as that in the news because they're to uh, which i reply would lou reed lie about what he saw that day lou reed uh he lived nearby oh. and, and had watched it and i saw an interview with him where he's talking about it see it and i don't think lou, lou reed would ever lie no, no lou reed, he, definitely he speaks not. The truth he, i mean he's a very stable citizen yeah <laughs> <laughs> out on the dirty boulevard so an illuminati i was going to make like a ill ill illuminati like, like oh, a yeah. hip-hop joke but i realized i'm canadian <laughs> you just realized that? Um, yeah, the Illuminati. Look it up. Look up those dudes. You could read the Illuminatus trilogy. It's pretty. Oh, Robert Anton Wilson. Pretty yeah, enjoyable. Uh, whenever your boyfriend asks, "Are you DTF?" Is he serious about it? Definitely thinking fondue. <laughs> he wants to go to the melting pot. He's just got that craving. Can you? Uh, he can up. Wait. He came up to me and whispered in my ear, "Are you DTF?" Does that mean he is? He is or what? Wow. Oh, God. This is this took a dark turn. She's 13. Oh. Says, knock it off. Just knock it off. Right, ne- knock it needle off. scratch noise okay, here. He's, absolutely, he's 100% serious. And you knock 100% it off. should not do that. You should probably let your parents send you somewhere else. Yes. Like yeah, a yeah. nunnery. 
and that's and, and, and that's I would say that that's not a that's not a that's not a gender biased comment. That's just you should just not just yeah you, you know boy or girl do not. guess what your body can get <clears throat> pregnant at thirteen. Mm-hmm. Whoa, let's think about that for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are people who I know who are thirty three, and if that happened, they wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, let alone right, like, yeah. you know. So, Seriously. wow, I'm coming out really conservative all of a sudden. No, no, yeah. Adam, what is, No, as soon as you're 18, like, have all the whatever you want and high-five everyone and yeah. do it uh, in every way. But seriously, like, let's spend your formative years still being you. Tread lightly. And too. also, if you are DTF, wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it yeah. up. Yeah. 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 All right, here, why don't you read this next question at the top? What do you honestly think of when you hear the name Courtney? Does it sound any at all country? Improper grammar construction. <laughs> All the grammar. I just want to grammar. know. I just want to honestly know what you think of. Thanks. Asked by a Courtney. Well, I think we well, all we, are going to agree. We think of Courtney Love, right? Court, I was the first thing well, I went. Courtney Stodden. Oh, Courtney oh. Stodden. Because uh, bringing the teens thing back to, to bring it all yeah. back home again. Yeah. Yeah, the teenage bride. Because yeah, <laughs> the teenage, she's disgusting. And from the the, the the creepiest monster of the week episode of the X Files, so oh, good they brought he, him back. Oh, Wait. stretch and oh, tombs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah those yeah, are my yeah, favorite yeah. episodes of the X Files. He was also in Lost too, right? And the Green uh, Mile. Yeah. And the Green Mile is great in the Green Mile. He's but a yeah. great bad guy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the and stretch you know, and tombs. Those two episodes of uh, of the X Files were my favorites. Yeah, me too. Actually. They're the they're up there with like the, the. I like, of course, I like the humor ones of the X Files. Those ones are That's, great. Can we talk about X Files? Please. What, let's a, talk what, what a great what a great teen experience I, to be alive when the X Files was yeah. broadcast. Okay, was it guys, Friday nights. Friday nights after Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yep. It was at nine. At least yep. because over at te- yep. right afterwards, it was like it's ten o'clock. Do you know where you're talking? I used about? to get home from a church youth group, and this is this. Which I participated in as an atheist, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, and you would get home and catch the tail end of Star Trek: Next Generation, but you know the Beyond later, and then X Files. And mm-hmm. it was like, and last year I, I, you know, I, uh, one of the w- great ways of coping with depression is watching the entire series of something. I did X Files twice in one year. Oh, wow. And when I, when I, I was like, oh, I hadn't seen. I was like, I, I don't think I've seen most of these episodes. I'd seen every episode of the X Files before. And I and I was like, when did I space on the X Files oh, yeah. encyclopedic knowledge? Because when uh, I watched it again, it all came back to me. Oh yeah. Um, uh, speaking of the funny episodes, the Luke Wilson vampire oh, one is great. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Bad one. Blood, I think. It's Bad called. Blood. That's right. Um, also, the only ever aside. Okay, guys. Are we going to go? Okay, you go ahead, and I'll. Bring I've, it. I've never talked about this before on the show. I've been to a few different like convention or oh, trade no. shows. I've been to computer trade, trade shows, shows oh, okay. uh, guitar trade shows, and one X Files convention, and it wow. was the fucking best. Wow! It was amazing. Did they have spelling? celebrity presentations? Chris Carter was there. Oh my god! Which was amazing. Oh my god! I know. This is in New Jersey, uh, and one of the lone gunmen was there. Oh, cool! I'm blanking on his. Was it? Was the it the, the tall yes. one? The medium? It was. Oh yeah, awesome. Yes, uh, and I think there might have been one other person there. Um, one of the, it wasn't uh, Cancer Man, but it was like one of the other. Oh, was it? Was it not Krychek? It might have been Krychek. Oh, Krychek. Nicholas Leah. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, but it was awesome, and I actually, I think that one of the things that I bought there was a Star Wars shirt. I don't know because all the conventions, all the sci-fi stuff gets mixed together. It all yeah. merges together. I have a preteen story. I went when I was eleven. I went to a Star Trek convention, and the uh-huh. the guest of honor was Marina Sirtis. Oh, and 
I I didn't have any money, so I bought like some like one of those. It's like a lava lamp, but it's just like oil and water, <laughs> uh-huh. colored oil and water. Yeah, you yeah, turn yeah, it upside right, down. Flip it upside That's down. what I bought. Cause, but they had right. they had like Star Wars stuff, and yeah. I was like, well, let me let me ask you as a Star. Tre- oh no, what are you gonna say? I have a great Star Trek story. Please yeah, go, for go it. on. I'm so sorry to be taking up. No, Wait, no, no, no. no. Oh, this is perfect. perfect. No, I, I, I'm Canadian. I have to apologize once an hour. It's like, <laughs> um, it's either that or the chip in my head explodes. It's not good. <laughs> well, so that reminded me of my favorite Star uh, X Files episode with Brian Cranston. So. Oh, oh, I was talking. Oh, I, with, I talked that about that yesterday with a friend. I love that episode. Yeah. We'll have to bring this all back. Um, <laughs> so I, one of the one of my comedy bona fides is that I wrote a Star Trek ad on Craigslist anonymously and it went viral like crazy. Oh. Huffington Post picked it up. Really? Uh, uh, CNET, which is like a big tech yeah, website yeah. and stuff. Oh, and this is recently. Yeah, this was yeah. just in, in like January and um, at one point I was approached, or I was I was contacted by producer Jimmy Kimmel show because uh-huh. they were like, we saw your ad and we want to, we want to like do something with you and I had to explain to them I hadn't actually built a shuttlecraft in my mom's garage uh-huh. which was one of the premises of the ad and it was it was a guy looking for like two women to do a Star Trek cosplay uh-huh. and it was written it was very and one of the like there was two lines in it that were great there was one line about I can't pay you but I have a prescription pad so I can write you a prescription for nearly anything you want <laughs> and 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 the line that everybody used as the headline for their article about it was um nothing weird is going to happen <laughs> and 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 this thing whipped around the i think it was like it's like almost at forty thousand views on funny or die and it's wow, been like 89 percent awesome. funny on there which is like better than some of the things will ferrell's done right, recently right, right, that's right. nice yeah hi will ferrell um <laughs> and i just because i love star trek so much and i love to make fun of it but i also i i put up like an anonymous blog entry where i explained like i wrote this as a joke not to make fun of star trek people but as a writing exercise right mm-hmm. right right because i'm That's, a star trek yeah. person so what i was gonna ask you before uh, when we were talking about conventions yeah. a little bit uh so since you grew up loving star trek have you seen the movie trekkies yes okay do you are you pro or are you for i like the movie it? i watched actually after the star trek ad uh okay. the thing i did blew up um, because I, I was, re- I wanted to respond. I, I didn't want to make fun of Star Trek people because mm-hmm. I am one. And I watched it, and I realized there are aspects of it that are to make fun of. But I, I, I didn't want to attack it because Star Trek made my life better. Right. And it makes some people's life better. And there's nothing wrong with aspiring to see make the world better than the way mm-hmm. you found it. But some people do rely on it maybe too much. <laughs> right. And, yes. and that's what I was making fun of. Uh-huh. Not necessarily the like you know. But the people go to the convention and spend like all their money on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow, that's well, like, that's and it's really we, just a denial of your real life. We may have talked Absolutely. about this with uh, J. Keith Van Stratton, uh, who hosted Beat the Geeks, because mm-hmm. uh, he had Gabriel, who was the Star Trek geek on on that show. Oh yes, and he was like the star of Trekkies. Yeah, the kid with the mullet, right? Yes, and he's amazing. And I, when I was a teenager, I, I, I guess he's like a full Trekkies. adult. He must not be that much younger than us. I. Uh, because that movie's probably, 98, and he was, like, 16 then. So Yeah, he's probably, was, uh, yeah, around, age, yeah, around our age, yeah. So he, I mean, Trekkies is hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely hilarious. But it's also, like, you know, you can make fun of it in certain ways, but in, in other ways you have to, like, really appreciate that these people are passionate about something. Yeah, absolutely. And to, like, the most extreme point, too. 
And uh, it's, I don't know, like, even when I was a teenager, I was making fun of it. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm on the internet. You know, that's a funny thing to yeah. talk about. But also, it's like, oh, these are people, this is kind of inspiring, you know, as a, as a, as a oh, teen. Oh, absolutely. To, and and to see, like, the, to see the impact it can make in people's lives, mm-hmm. you know. And it was fun to see, like, you know, they interview Brett, Brent Spiner, who's sometimes mm-hmm. cantankerous, on Twitter especially. Uh-huh. Uh, but to see how he moved he was by the things he had done. And, sure. ha- and, it's still and the a, fan yeah. art and everything. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it is, as much as it's a hassle for those guys, I'm sure they can't go anywhere without being oh, yeah. mobbed. Oh, yeah. At yeah. the same time, it's like, you know, whatever, your legacy is going to live exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, you change people's so lives. Yeah. To people. Which yeah. is what we're doing here with Hey Teens. Let's uh, speaking question. of that, next question. Why is my stepdad such a douchebag? Well, I don't. I can't. Don't know if we can answer that it's for you. It's evolutionary. <laughs> yeah, it it, it it goes against our, our DNA to raise yeah. someone else's DNA. Yeah, it's oh, true. But we're not. We're not that. We're not in, in some animal cultures. Wow, this is going to get really bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like the uh, uh, offspring are raised communally in some cultures in in human in in the human species as well. Yeah. But you know, if I'm assuming North American culture, we're very much into like. But uh, you know what? All those, all those old things are eroding. We're, we're really into like this new kind of like we just build families out of whatever we can find. Yeah, yeah. But for you know, but it, you know, maybe just sometimes people are just douchebags. Sometimes people sure, are just, douche just douchebags. I know people who are tremendously good step parents to their stepchildren. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. But so sometimes they're just douchebags. You just you just lost out on that draw. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let him wax his boat. In, uh, <laughs> in, in drink Pabst Blue Ribbon in peace. Is waxing okay. his boat and masturbatory? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I was. I was like, you're gonna have to get out like the U.S. to Canadian idiom dictionary. <laughs> no, no, I, just, I, I think he seriously meant that. For some reason, like, whenever we, I we, picture... we, we say polishing the canoe, <laughs> oh, polishing is that true? The canoe. Uh, no, when, I whenever I uh, picture a stepdad, <laughs> I just picture him like in the driveway, like washing his boat. And be like, Cindy, grab me a beer. That's all I picture. Who was the handsome guy for Married with Children? Oh, uh, Ted McGinley. Ted, Mc- Ted McGinley. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I imagine him as like the ultimate like stepdad. Yeah. Huh. Like 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 the the er stepdad in our culture. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, next question. All right, uh, and finally, is it crazy to dream of wanting to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? Watching the show, I, I guess she means football, I always wonder if I could succeed to at least semifinals. Anybody else ream of that? I think she means dream of that. Nope. So that, that was a woman asking that. Or a young, These are young all woman. women. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, we can Because that's presume. a perfectly valid question for a young man to be asking, too. Mm-hmm. Especially in... Oh, in, yeah. Let's, talk, let's, let's go at it from two different angles. Let's, talk, let's start with men. Let's say this is a, a man asking this question. Oh, then I 100% uh, support it. You should I absolutely try your darndest. It. If it's a female, yeah, don't don't do it. And yeah. that's funny because I don't think that's a double standard. I think that yeah. there's two. I think there's one thing about being transgressive and trying to get to something, you get into a field where you're not necessarily welcome. Right. But there's another one where, I guess, there is the societal double standard where you're supposed to just get by on on being attractive. I guess. Yeah, as a yeah, woman. yeah. And I think that you know it's a great way to underestimate yourself. Someone told me that Lakers girls, Laker girls, only make like. $125 a game or something like that. Really? That might be wrong. That might be... Uh, uh, We're going to have the whole organization after hearsay, us now. But yes. <laughs> Allegedly uh, no. $125. Uh, At 18's podcast on Twitter. Yeah, let us any, know. any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that seems... Yeah, don't, don't be... If you're a girl, don't be a... Uh, don't look to be a career cheer- cheerleader. Yes. Let it come to you. But Maybe. don't try. Study math. Mm-hmm. Absolutely study math. 
Uh, study physics, because sometimes those, you know, if you're throwing somebody up in the air and spinning them around, it's all physics. So you should know physics and then become a scientist and not a cheerleader. You know, it's a, a cheer, like it's one of those jobs that has a, a shelf life of when you stop being attractive to the people right. in charge of you. And because, that's probably yeah. 23 years old. So you've got a shelf oh, life yeah. of maybe five years at that job. Because you don't want to um, be the old cheerleader. I've got an answer about oh. the Lakers. It's from Yahoo Answers, so you know it's true. Uh, this is Thanks based to Yahoo for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. This is based on 2001 data, so it's it's 12 years old. But the Lakers girls are paid $100 per game, $40 per uh, per practice, and $85 an hour for public appearances. So I guess with all the things that they do, it adds and up to probably about $40,000 with a inflation. Year. I'm sure it's gone up a little bit, but you know I'm sticking by my $125 a game. Okay, all right. Um, great. Well, that that. We yeah. nailed this. Oh. Hey, listen to this. Oh, those were our those were our <laughs> Cosmo Girl questions. Uh, I actually have a question for you that um, we're we're kind of batting out of order here. Uh, but we've asked a bunch of our like comedian guests this, and you are a person who is funny on Twitter. I don't know if you consider yourself a comedian because Twitter uh-huh. comedian is kind of like a weird thing. Twitter that, Twitter humorist. Yeah, Twitter humorist. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever have an interest in comedy when you were a kid? I don't. I don't think I ever had an interest in like performing comedy, mm-hmm. but I definitely like you know things that were funny, novelty records and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so you, so you listen. I mean, did you like watch stand up or? There was definitely like that? like I think I was guessing in my late teens and my my sisters and I who were my, I have two younger sisters. We would end up like on Friday Saturday nights like trawling the TV for stand up specials. Oh I yeah? guess. right. And I guess like we got into like. So I guess, yeah, there was an interest there. We just liked seeing stuff that was funny. I remember, like, one of the big ones that we watched, we watched Mitch Hedberg before we knew oh, who he yeah. was. Yeah. Like, nice. we, didn't, we didn't catch the name of him. Good but he was, And when I found out later who, who he was, I was like, oh, well, we did good. Yeah. And right. yeah. another one that we liked, and I don't know how to think about it now, but Richard Jenny, who's like... Uh-huh. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he passed away a few he years did, ago. Yeah. Yes. But uh, he had a, you know, it was... We loved it. We watched it so many times. We taped it on a v- VHS tape. Yeah. Sure. You should Google that. Um, <laughs> um, and we watched it all the time. And it was like it was a routine that we really took to heart. So there was some interest in like in like jokes and stuff. But yeah. I, I don't think I considered myself funny until about like six months ago, I guess. Uh-huh. And I and I still think like there are many people on Twitter who are funnier and, and terrific. But you know, I that's I do what I do because I do everything. I guess not just jokesy jokes right and uh i think people appreciate the entire package of yeah. of at the lean over on twitter um wow. so follow him thank up. you yeah fo- if you're not following us we're at 18s podcast uh 18s I, 18s mm-hmm. i am at john wiener j-o-n-w-i-e-n-e-r and i'm at the eric goslin uh you can also follow me on instagram at, at eric goslin yeah, I think that we're all pretty much on all of those yeah. things. And Vine. Yeah. Let's, uh, all mine is Vine. the same, the lean over. You're just the lean over. Brand specificity. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. I wish I could fucking, man, we got to tweet at, you gotta at find that Eric Gosselin. I had to get my Tumblr from someone who had used the name from the band. Oh, really? Yeah. And I just emailed them, and they were really great. They just gave me their, their password. Huh. And I've sent messages to this one Eric Gosselin on Twitter. Uh, oh, you sent messages? Yeah, he's Does never he responded still because life? he hasn't used Twitter. He used Twitter once four years ago, and uh, it's fucking taken up he that just name. He said, "I love my life." I love my life, and that's it. Case closed. <laughs> we have so much. Actually, he's Canadian. Maybe you know him. Really? <laughs> Do you know any Eric Goslins? Um, like six, six, only six. All right. 
But yeah, so this is coming out... Uh, a week after this Wednesday. Anything you'd like to plug or any... Uh, Hopefully of- I'm still in America. Yeah. Hopefully the ICE hasn't cottoned on to me being here. <laughs> yeah, um, but everybody could just follow you on Twitter and find yeah, out Yeah, I'll try and be are. out the Thursday after at the Home Depot nearest Beverly Hills. Yeah, so yeah. look for me then. <laughs> Remember um, that. I'll yeah. have copies of my spec script. And I can make lattes, uh, <laughs> mix paint. Uh, uh, you yeah. talk a lot records. on Twitter about being a good cuddler. So. I'm an excellent cuddler. Mm-hmm. I have like some ace skills there. Nice. Um, that's that's I can do that. You can negotiate rates. Just DM me on Twitter. No problem. Awesome. Uh, one, one one quick question. You were saying that you went uh, over to Nickelodeon. Did they love how orange your beard is? It was funny because it wasn't the proper Nickelodeon building, and I was hoping to like oh, camouflage. Oh. I was wearing an orange sweater. And I was hoping to camouflage <laughs> myself into it. But uh, it was, sleep there. When it, it was closes. just a regular office. But it was you know, it was. Still a fun experience, but I'm sorry I ruined your your exit joke. It wasn't a joke; it was a serious question. <laughs> Listen, John ruins all of his own jokes. Don't I don't. I don't joke. <laughs> Everything I say is completely serious. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, oh, I, thank I, you for coming I to America. I I, I I said I was the biggest nobody who's ever done your podcast. You're like you're not a nobody. No, not, not, true. A nobody. But not true. But and I'm realizing that in Los Angeles, like people are recognizing me on the street, and like you're that guy. And like people twenty million people on the street. This happened twice in two days now. Wow. That's fantastic. Well, how many how many followers do you have on Twitter? I'm like I'm like nearly eleven thousand. So man, that's crazy. Yeah, we're we're still in the like seven hundred range. Yeah, that remi- I, I tweeted yesterday. <laughs> like, just ten thousand more followers, and I'll have ten thousand seven hundred and seventy-two <laughs> followers. <laughs> well, I hope, uh, I hope that happens. You guys are terrific. Thank uh, you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming, and thank you everybody for listening. Bye, teens. Bye, teens. Bye, teens. Bye, teens.